too. Yeah, but I reckon it might have been 30. It's not, it's irrelevant. Just look at the listing on the Let's episode. Let's keep moving. Tight 60. Uh, my name's Sean Peter Budge. I'm joined as always by Fabian Guadagnolo. Buonasera ragazzi. Buonasera ragazzi to you too. And uh, Tim Davis, fresh from a junket luncheon. Yes, correct, Sean. Um, lead, us, lead, us off, lead us off with your shout out. Because usually we shout out to sports things or to achievements in the sports field or something that's you know we're passionate about. But you've promised your shout out. You've given your shout out away today. So oh, I have. No, I've, I've promised a shout out to Mark Curtis and Mark's... Um, business development manager at BMD, who is one of Australia's biggest civil contractors. Yep. And um, and Mark and BMD have had a, um, a, um, a reservation at the Terrace Restaurant at Flemington for 22 years. Same table, every single race meeting at Flemington. And uh, today was a midweek race meeting, and we went along, had a terrific day. Did you win? Didn't win a lot of money, but, uh, but had good fun. Oh. If Mark ever needs a traffic engineer... Uh, and yeah, and absolutely, we'll uh, we'll definitely put him in touch with uh, you and Pete. I'm going to start calling you John Laws. Cash for comment. Clearly, it was a fucking trade off. <laughs> no, but good day had by all, so, and so uh, look just, forward to many more. So BMD, you've given them the shout. Any other one? As Fabian said, you got to going to give a shout out to someone else. I met a couple of boys from Mineheart Engineering today. That was Mineheart a joke. Consulting. That, was a, that was not a setup. No, the... so with John Laws. It's <laughs> not a setup. Shout out to Glenn, another good Carlton man. So uh, yeah. We will welcome him aboard to our uh, loyal followers. Absolutely. Great stuff. You got one, Fabian? You said you didn't have one before. I didn't. Uh, no, not really. So we're skipping you? Yeah, I just, I just, there's no shout outs. That's fine. A shout out to Cripper. Gave it a, an absolute almighty crack at the Brownlow. Geez, when he was 20 points and we'd won one game, 20 I votes. E- I didn't expect him to poll so well so early. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, when Nat Fife was getting three possessions and, yeah. and getting mm. three votes for it. Uh, mm. We were Look at the end of the day. We shot. Fife's strength is I love the thing strength. Is, I yeah. hate feeling this way because I really like Nat Fife. So I do really I. Do. So do I. And the fact that he's a dual Brownlow medalist doesn't irk me one little bit. Yep. It was that game. I don't remember who it was. They lost by like 40, 50 points. Hawthorne, maybe? Hawthorne, I think. Lost three yeah. votes. Yeah. How fucking good could he have been? He got thumped. Mm. Yeah. But so, then Cripper has big games where he, he just stands out. But, and that was the thing. He was getting a lot of twos. So. Uh, look, it is what it is. Um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to court controversy here, but it wouldn't take too many to fix the thing, would it? Look, it wouldn't, but you're uh, you're swiftly out of the game if you do. Yeah, look, I, oh, speaking that, of swiftly out of the game, shout out to uh, to uh, Willie Rioli. Rioli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hardly real knew swift. you. We hardly yeah. knew you, Willie. Um, no, Willie's in a lot of trouble. But just quickly on the brown light. I just thought that no one's denying that Nat Fife is an absolute superstar, but I think surely I'm not alone in thinking. Did he have that good of a year? He, he had a he had a good year without it being. It certainly wasn't his best by, year. But look, by votes, he had a better year than the than the 15 year, and not not even close to goes, his 15 yeah, year. Really? Jeez. Yeah. Oh, but they were a very they were a better side in 15 than what they are now. Probably and, my bugbear. And he's, he's a lone he's a lone wolf, a la. Patrick Cripps now. Probably my bugbear out of the whole thing is that some of his teammates who had good years, Walters, I think, got four votes. No, 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 he got like a sorry, sorry, um, or something like that. Sorry, Brad Hill got four. Yep, yep. I think Langdon got two. And Mundy got about ten as and well. You're sort of going, geez, Langdon and Hill are a bit shortchanged. Yeah, for for what were very good seasons. For, they've had pretty I mean, I, I, did Walters make the all Australian team? Yes, he did. And you're thinking Langdon was there or thereabouts and yep. you know he's thinking, geez, I only got six between them. Yeah. Five's got thirty three. Going, yeah. Oh, look, I think that it's always tricky. Someone said every year this comes up with the Brownlow that um, 
you should take the votes away from the umpires, and that entirely misses the point because that's the award. Yep, totally. So just totally. If, if you feel that way and if you don't like it, if you don't believe it has any credibility or whatever, just don't put any stock in who wins it. Correct. And I think one comment I read on Twitter this week was where the award is given from somebody within um, the field of play. And that's the difference. You know, journos can sit back with the benefit of commentary and stats. And I'm firmly of the belief that field umpires or the umpire in brigade brigade get the stats now so they know exactly what's going on. I so reckon they, that's so the they issue. lose the howler. And I think that's they, part of the they issue. They claim, Ray Chamberlain claimed today, he said, no, they don't. He said, we're not immune from it. He goes, you will occasionally see it on the scoreboard. He goes, just by chance, I, you might just be I looking around and see. given it. No, well, he refuted care. that today. He said, no, 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 we don't get stats. Um, Look, Jared, Jared, or last one, Jared Waitley made a point when he was talking about it. And he you, goes, You love Jared now. You've no, made no, no, peace no, with him. You, no, 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 seriously. He made, go made back a good season one. When Sean was on the bike, you know what the problem he was? was? Now, this is the problem. I was exposed to every hour of his show because I was listening to every second he was on air and I probably just needed to did, And he did have a bit of a <laughs> small in his doses. bonnet about the boys. He did. He did. But yeah. And we were awful as well. So we were an easy punching oh, bag. Look, 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 look forgiveness but, all around. No, no, but he made a good point when he said, at no time in previous to this, in the history of the game, in the history of the Brownlow Medal, because at no time have the superstars been more important. Probably. In yep. terms of winning you games of football, yep. like Patrick Cripps wins you a game of football. It's yep. not totally. six, seven, eight blokes, you know, in positions. It's the guy at the coalface driving the ball forward who's at every contest, Fife's the same, Martin's the same, et cetera, et cetera, Dangerfield. He said, there's no surprise they get so many votes because, A, they're involved in the game so often and yep. they're so critical to the result. Yep. No, and I was, couldn't agree. And it was couldn't a good point. When, yeah. My shout-out, uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Yes. And not necessarily for anything he's done on the track. He's had a pretty tricky year on the track. The Renault's getting a bit racier, which is good. He's been a little bit better in the last couple of weeks. I think the Renault's found a bit of power, which is encouraging. But my point for Daniel Ricciardo is, if you're good at what you'll do, what you do, you'll make money. If you're good at what you do, you make the cash. And Daniel's absolutely doing that. He's on 20 million euros a year. But if you have that doesn't extend to, uh, to, to our industry. To the pod. Um, yeah. But if you've got a personality, you can double it. Yep. And what he has is something that a lot of big-name athletes don't, and that's a bit of spunk. Yep. It's a bit of pizzazz. It's a bit of personality about him. Did you see his post-match or post-race interview in the paddock? He'd had a pretty tricky weekend. He qualified eighth, had a irregularity with his MG UK and got sent to the back of the grid. He started the race um, from the pit, no, from the back of the grid. Um, you know, tricky track, hot, humid, long race, a lot of safety cars, whatever. Duked it out, ended up finishing, I think it was 15th or 16th or something. Got as high as, he was running sort of third on the track, but when pit stops came around, he was sort of in the top 10 there or thereabouts. Gets out and he's, Joking about you, know, sweaty. I'm a high performance athlete. And he's just, and you can see him, guys in the paddock after the race are pretty unflappable, pretty boring. Can be frustrated. Don't give you a lot. And this guy fronts up, and he it is There's a lot of Kimmies these days, isn't there? A lot of Kimmies. A lot of guys that take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Yep. And you sit there and you go, if the Renault gets better, all the better for you, because you're going to be. She <laughs> said seriously and thought um, that she said seriously. If the Renault yes. gets better, all power to Dan because he's in a good car. If another seat comes up at the pointy end of the grid, this is a guy, A, you know you can put in the car and you get results from him, and B, you can sell him. And geez, you hope that he does get to the pointy end and be able to be doing those interviews week after week after week because he, he, he will be a breath of fresh air for that sport. Absolutely. Fabian's winding us up because he's Absolutely. got to be somewhere. He's a, he's a waffling. 
Jez Bellow. You're an idiot. Um, we're going to move now on to the AFL, obviously. The uh, Beatles.